0: Hey, it's Justin Potney on the Mixed Morning Grind. Our Heartland tour continues on, and this week we feature a great little town called Bruderheim. Carl Hauk is with us, the mayor of Bruderheim. Carl, how are you?
1: Very well, thanks. And yourself?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How's your summer been so far?
1: Uh, Pretty hectic, uh, getting ready for a turnaround Uh, work here. So Being a mayor is a lot of work, but it's not your full-time job. What else do you do? You're right, Justin. I work full-time at Shell Scottford as a master planner in turnaround group. And right now we're getting ready for the refinery 2021 fall turnaround.
0: How did you end up making your way to Bruderheim? Did you grow up there? Did you move there later on?
1: Um, no, I grew up in a small town around New Strepta and uh, really like small towns. Had the opportunity to come back to a small town uh, after my Uh, teenage years in Edmonton and um, really like small town living. And uh, we've been living in Bruderheim since about 2004 and really enjoy small town living. So that's why we're in Bruderheim.
0: When did you decide that uh, municipal politics was something you wanted to get involved in and go kind of that extra mile for your community?
1: Uh, so I, I enjoy volunteering and helping out with our community and the An issue with the school arose, and uh, the school came under review and that that spurred me on to try to get involved in in a more significant way and ended up on on town council uh for a couple of terms and then uh, got on as mayor in early 2011
0: what is it about Bruderheim that just makes it so great
1: it's home of the Bruderheim meteorite March 4th 1960 a meteorite crashed near Bruderheim and Bruderheim has claimed that uh, as our own and so it's our claim to fame we have a piece of the Bruderheim meteorite on display in uh the fire hall is on loan from the U of A and uh, folks from the public can come and view it. And we make a special day every year out of the event. And uh, it's just something special, but I I think like most small towns in in Alberta, uh, I would suspect across Canada, it's the people and the volunteers in our community that really make Bruderheim special. Um, Per capita, Bruderheim is as many volunteers or more as any other community in Alberta, and we're very proud of that.
0: And there's a lot of community groups that they volunteer with, too.
1: Bruderheim Ag Society. Puts on a lot of events, does a lot of things in our, our community. They look after the Walker School Museum, uh, which is their home. And, um, the, uh, Bergerheim Lions Club is a big part of Burgerheim. And we're hoping that now that we're, it looks like we're getting past COVID, uh, the Burgerheim Lions Club can get active doing their events again and looking forward to their bingos and their, uh, events during the year and also the Bruderheim seniors club has been pretty much shut down because of COVID and looking forward to their meetings and anybody over 50 years old that they want to sign you up. If you live in Bruderheim, uh, Bruderheim Lioness is another uh, volunteer group in town. They uh, put on pierogi suppers every year and we're really looking forward to them getting back in gear and, and being a big part of our community again.
0: We're featuring Bruderheim today on the Heartland tour. Mary Carl Hauck is my guest. Now, what kind of events are you looking forward to over the years in Bruderheim? Which ones really stand out for you?
1: For the town of Bruderheim this year, uh, we're very fortunate. The uh, Bruderheim Ag Society has partnered with the town. And uh, over at the Bruderheim Ag Grounds, there's going to be a a, a disc golf course set up. And looking forward to being able to participate and and, uh, enjoy that sport. Never played that before, but I've seen some stuff online. And it's amazing what people do with that sport. (laughs) Um, August 2nd, there's a scooter competition at the Skateboard Park, and details are coming out about that. Uh, September 5th, the Model T races. Model T races is always a a big draw for uh, folks to come to our community. Um, Hopefully, they're able to put on the same type of event they've had in the past, but the Model T cars uh, up until, uh, I think, into the 60s even, um, Model T races were done across Alberta in rural uh, settings, and um, there's a group of folks that own a business in town and they're connected in with model t folks and they're uh, put on races in bruderheim and really looking forward to that event that's a the a big draw for folks to come to our community and september 6th this year the town of bruderheim and the bruderheim ag society is hosting a fall family fun event ball games will be happening uh, dog demonstrations fireworks uh disc golf challenge uh, more details will be coming out sounds like a bunch of fun on the way carl anything else you want to
0: add about bruderheim
1: bruderheim is is so much more than just a little spot on the map if if you blink and you you'll miss it sometimes for folks driving by but uh, bruderheim is, is got some great uh, folks uh wonderful volunteers that really care about our community been there for a long time and um Bruderheim is open for business and looking for uh, people to partner with. I really care about our community and uh, I care about the people that live there. And I'm, I'm glad that we live in Bruderheim.
0: Well, we're happy to showcase it today, Mr. Mayor. Thank you so much for taking some time today and uh, telling us all about Bruderheim. We appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. We roll on with the Heartland Tour, our showcase of the great communities right here in the Heartland. We're in Bruderheim today and Carolyn Olacco joins me on the line. Carolyn, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Thank you for calling. Well, thanks for being able to talk to me here about, about Bruderheim. How long have you lived in town for?
2: Well, we moved in here in Bruderheim in 1976, and I was born and raised in Edmonton. So when we first moved here, it was a bit of a culture shock for me. My first purchase was rubber boots because there was no pavement on the road, so we had to <laughs> maneuver, and a harness for my 18-month-old daughter because the dogs were running wild. So it was, um, okay, we can do this small-town stuff. But I, I've seen the town grow throughout the years, and, and now I can wear sandals and um, no harness for my grandmother. Children and they're looking for a dog park for the dogs.
0: <laughs> there you go and there things have go. definitely changed in, in that regard no doubt about yeah. it uh, so carolyn what are some of the great uh, features uh, that bruderheim has obviously its proximity uh, to lots of industry helps out
2: and the town is very fortunate to have both the CP and the CN rails that uh, provides for the industry. Um, right now, the hemp plant is one of the facilities in Bruderheim, which will be opening soon, hopefully by the end of um, 2021, and then we'll be able to uh, employ 30 to 40 people around Bruderheim. So that's pretty awesome. Our Studio Six is also was developed; they were, it was developed out of CKN, so that is another tribute to
0: Bruderheim. Since 19 19- 76 you've been living in town carolyn uh, tell me a little bit about the people friendly neighborhoods uh, really safe place to live
2: Oh, it is. It's definitely, you know, um, like I said, it was a culture shock for me to move here from the city. But, you know, I look back now and I am so grateful that we raised our three children here and uh, able to have our grandchildren here When during the summer. The people here are great. They're very friendly. Um, it's very uh, volunteer-orientated. Most of our clubs and groups are um, run by volunteers. Um, is, um works together to get things done. um, The Ag Society is very instrumental with the town and getting things going and the campgrounds and the um, gardens that they're, the community gardens that they developed this year. Um, Volunteers make a town. Volunteers really make a small town grow and uh, work with, with each other.
0: So, Carolyn, you've raised a family uh, in town, in Bruderheim. Your grandkids come to town as well. Uh, tell us about raising a family. We've seen a lot of families that have decided to move from bigger centers to smaller towns, and it's great for Alberta, but why is Bruderheim such a great place to raise kids?
2: You get to know your neighbors and your friends, your, your children, their friends. You get to know their parents, which is really important uh, when they're growing up to know where they're at, who they're with. Um, it, it's just um, it's a challenge when you live in a bigger area when you're raising a family. Uh, Bruderheim has uh, minor sports for the children for hockey for soccer. Uh, the school is really good in in their activities. We have a skateboard park. Eventually we're going to have a spray park, which that'll be nice. And it's safe. Like, you just feel like you're, it's, it's a place that you can not have the stress of wondering what's going to happen next.
0: You know, when you think of Friday or Saturday night around town, what do you love to do in Bruderheim?
2: Well, I like to walk. I like to ride my bike. Go to the different parks. I like to hang out at the, at the skateboard park when my grandchildren are there doing their things on their scooters or whatever they're riding, yeah. just to relax and sit back. You know, it's really nice in the morning when you wake up and you, all you hear is birds. And when you go to, night to to sleep at night, again, comes the birds. Like you don't have the hustle and bustle. It's, it's just a quiet, very good-looking town.
0: That is Carolyn Olacco from the town of Bruderheim. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carolyn, and have a great day. Thank you. Bye now. The Heartland Tour rolls on as we feature Bruderheim this morning on Mix 107. Andrea Hinkin, the owner of Old Country Sausage, joins me now. Andrea, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How's your summer been so far? Pretty warm. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, eh? do you ever remember one this hot? No, not for that long. No kidding. It's, been, uh, it's definitely been quite hot. And You know, Andrea, I w- wondered if you could give me a little bit of insight on uh, how long you've been in town for in Bruderheim.
3: We've been here for 16 years. Um, my husband is a german sausage maker and um, i'm not out of the industry but i learned fairly quickly to to join him and um yeah we've been here for 16 years with a business we moved here into town about nine years ago yeah raised our kids here
0: i'm kind of curious why why did you pick uh, bruderheim to open your business
3: actually there's was a butcher shop before and it was run by a german fellow as well so um all the equipment that was here was set up for sausage making not just meat cutting so for my husband he was like a kid in the candy store he saw the equipment he's like you know what i can polish this up and i can start up right away
0: and that's what she did Yes, we did now, and on the personal side of things, like like you said, you raised the family in Bruderheim. How did you, how did you like doing that? Because a lot of what we've been hearing this morning uh, from folks is Bruderheim is such a family-friendly community.
3: It is, and our kids play hockey here, so we were involved in that as well. Um, and the kids enjoyed it. They made friends um, fairly quickly. And, um, you know, I didn't have to worry about them being out there. Um, when we started out, they were, you know, six years old and eight years old. So, um, you know, people were keeping an eye out out for them because they knew where they belonged. And that just gave me uh, peace of mind.
0: Being a business owner in Bruderheim, how is it from that side of things?
3: It is sometimes challenging um, because it is a small community, Um, so we need to draw in customers from all over in order to be able to sustain the business and be successful as we are. Um, So, yeah, we have customers from all over. We have local guys that support us um, right from day one, and uh, we also draw in people from as far as Calgary, Kamloops, so St. Paul, Laclabiche. So, it's pretty good.
0: Andrea, I know you guys are very proud of what you sell.
3: For our own products, we make everything in-house. Um, all the sausages are gluten-free. There is no fillers, no MSG. We only use natural spices and local meats. We have a local catering company, Ironwood Catering, that we teamed up with. They make all the pickled items Some of the baked goods they have, um, their pot pies that they make, Um, they're available in the store. We teamed up with a local greenhouse, so we sell some of their lettuces here in in the store. Um, Some honey, we have bee better honey, we have... um, and we have a local lady that makes some gift products, and um, we sell those in the store, too.
0: Well, that's something that I, I mean, I heard you, heard you say local. I don't know how many times in there, but it's true, I guess. How important is it to you guys at Old Country Sausage uh, to be using local products and to kind of coordinate with other local businesses?
3: Well it is very important, especially we had been here for 16 years. We know how hard it is um, to actually be able to get everything off the ground. Um, So if we ever can give lend a hand and give assistance to make sure we spread the word, word of mouth is the best advertising. Uh, We can spread the word of what's available in this community. We'll definitely do so.
0: Absolutely. Well, Andrea Hinkin, owner of Old Country Sausage, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time today talking about your hometown of Bruderheim and the great business community that is there. So thank you, Andrea, and have yourself an awesome day.
3: You too. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Keep it locked on Mix 107 as we continue to celebrate Bruderheim this morning on the Heartland Tour. Hey, it's Justin Potney here on the Mixed Morning Grind. We are featuring the town of Bruderheim today as we make our way through the Heartland Tour. our special guest joining me, longtime Bruderheim resident, Dennis Mashmeyer. Dennis, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. You're a real historian of the town. Everybody kind of pointed to you and said, you need to talk to Dennis. So this is what we're doing. Dennis, I want to hear your background on how did you make it to Bruderheim? Were you born and raised there? Did you move there?
4: Yes, I did. And so my great-grandparents. My grandparents came from Germany prior to the 1900s and settled in around the Bruderheim area. I was born in 1939, the start of World War II. I did not create World War II, but (laughs)
0: uh,
4: I started school at the end of uh, World War II in 1945. Being born in in 1939, I was able to experience what I would call the end of the horse and buggy age. So when I went to school, started going to school, um, we had old doll pulley in the summertime and our sled in the wintertime, and that's how we got to school. I felt fortunate that I was able to live that time frame, which most people have no idea that it even exists in today's world.
0: That's true. And, you know, to, th- to think that it, it sure built character with a lot of folks uh, from your generation. I want to ask you about this, too. Uh, was the town mostly German uh, when you were growing up?
4: That's a good question. And so town was initially established because of the large rural farming community, which was primarily German. So they were the farmers. But the town of Bruderheim in itself was a very diverse ethnic group a need for many other different talents and backgrounds, but the German community were primarily in the rural area being the farmers of that, uh, of that time.
0: Celebrating another great community this morning on the Heartland Tour, it's Bruderheim's turn. We've got Dennis Maschmeyer on the phone. Dennis, 1952, a pretty important year for Bruderheim.
4: I identified in 1952 because it was the transformation of community. But in 1952, Recognizing that this was after the war, the overall farming changed. We had rubber-tired tractors replacing the horses. Combines replaced the threshing machines. Farms grew in size quite significantly. All these people that were on these quarter sections of land moved to the cities. And so the rural population decreased significantly significantly. Um, In 1952, there was rural electric power was introduced, which again significantly assisted small farmers to grow and be independent. And then there was the introduction of the school buses at that time, which along with opposing a lot of rural one-room schoolhouses. And if it wasn't for the discovery of oil and gas at that time, Just around that time, maybe a few years before, and continued ever since. Bruderheim would look quite differently. Do you know what the meaning is of Bruderheim?
0: I don't know. I'd love for you to tell us.
4: And Bruderheim was B R U D E R, but there was a umlaut, and there was two dots across the on top of the U. Right. And the meaning of Bruderheim was the
0: home of the brethren. Very interesting stuff on Bruderheim. Well, thank you so much, Dennis, for taking the time to tell us all about these interesting notes in the history of Bruderheim as we celebrate the town today as part of the Mix 107 Heartland Tour. We hope you have an awesome summer, and thank you so much, Dennis. Appreciate it.
4: All right.